0: the ft marissa mayer is my new role model first the yahoo chief executive bans working from home now according to kara swisher at recode she's made all her top people solemnly promise that they will stick with the company for the next 3 to 5 years What's more, she recently got them all to dress up as Wizard of Oz characters, posing for a group fancy dress mugshot that Ms Swisher says costs $70,000. I know lots of people don't like Ms Mayer. Yahoo shareholders can't be all that keen on her, given that the share price is down by about a third this year. She's also offended an entire generation of young mothers who deplore her plan to return to work at once after the birth of her twins. At least on the latter score, her detractors are being silly. How much maternity leave a powerful woman takes should be of no interest to the rest of us. If she wants to spend a lot of time tending to her double helping of new life, that's okay. If she wants to be firing off emails from the delivery room that's okay too, as long as she doesn't force others to do the same. Why I like her so much is because she does unpopular things that are much needed in the modern corporate world. The the get-out-of-your-pajamas-and-into-the-office edict was the most valuable corrective to permissive corporate life I've seen this millennium. Working from home is bad both for companies and for workers, and she was brave to stamp on it. Her new scheme to get executives to commit to Yahoo strikes me as almost as daring and just as necessary. When the story came out last week, my FT colleagues hooted with scorn and said the move was born out of desperation, a pathetically feeble way of trying to prevent the rats from leaving the ship. They pointed out that promises are worth nothing And in any case, Ms Mayer herself is unlikely to be in the job in three to five years' time, so she's in no position to be winkling long-term promises from anyone else. These are powerful points, but I still think she's hit on something big that other chief executives should copy. In most companies, and in Silicon Valley in particular, people switch jobs the minute something better comes along. This might be nice for them, but it's no way to run a business. Ms Mayer's move brings back an idea that has got lost, that executives have some obligation to complete the tasks that they've started. It seems to me perfectly obvious that if you're a CEO trying to make big changes and you have a team of overpaid executives who are meant to be helping, you need to do everything to make sure they stay put. The usual way of doing that is to give them shares that they can't get their hands on for three years – a ploy that succeeds in making them stay, but at the cost of further undercutting loyalty. If you're locked in by money, that crowds out everything else. Ms Meyer's pledge is a good start, but for it to have any chance of working, it would have to cut both ways. If she's any sense, she will have made each executive believe that their contribution was absolutely vital to the success of the project and promised that, come what may, she wasn't going to fire them. Of course, such promising is all very well. No one's word actually is their bond anymore. Either side can break it if they want to, and no doubt some will. But that doesn't make promises useless. They set expectations, and they lay on moral pressure, which means that when people break them, there will be a perfectly appropriate chorus of tut-tutting. And that's the power of the whole thing. Pledges might be unfashionable, but humans dislike disapproval as much as they always did. Justifying her third move, making her entire senior team dress up as Wizard of Oz characters in a ludicrous, pricey charade is a little more tricky. Fun by fiat is one of the most dismal things about corporate life, and this is a particularly gruesome example of it. The picture of Ms Mayer herself looking menacing in her brown Dorothy wig is as embarrassing a corporate portrait as I've ever seen. But on closer inspection, this too turns out to be a stroke of genius for the motivational effect it is surely having on the company's 11,000 employees. Pictures of your bosses undergoing ritualistic humiliation can serve as useful lightning conductors. What better than when feeling angry than to look at them variously as cowardly lions and tin men and pigtailed girls from Kansas? This benefit may or may not have been the intended one of the $70,000 photo shoot, but no matter. I have committed to Ms. Mayer as my new role model, and I'm staying loyal to her, and I'm going to last the distance, as long as she does. If you enjoyed listening to this, you might like to try our Hard Currency podcast presented by me, Roger Blitz, the FT's currencies correspondent. Each week, I discuss the main talking points in the markets with experts in the field. You can find our latest show at ft.com slash podcasts every Thursday.